0: Talk about something. So Mark Vicente, I think that's his name. I think that's how you say his name. Um, He is in, if you haven't seen The Vow, which is um, the documentary about the Nexium cult. And he was involved in it for a long time. And then he's one of the biggest outspoken people um, against it now. And he plays a large part in the documentary. Uh, before he got into that, he had a documentary that he did. He's a filmmaker. So he had a documentary that he did called what the bleep do we know? And it was based on all the same kind of stuff that Joe Dispenza talks about because the two of them and most of the people involved in the film, uh, were part of this sort of religious sect in um, just outside of Olympia Washington called the Ramtha School of Enlightenment now the person who runs the school was also in the film and I have to say that this person seems to be very eager to like sue people I know um, she had uh some legal stuff with Joe Dispenza, and I don't think he like speaks to this person anymore. Um, but he still <laughs> talks about all the things he he still be- he believed back then. Um and when Mark Vicente was asked about this group, he said he wasn't sure what he could say. So it's very evident that some people are nervous about speaking about it and i'm guessing that's because there is um just a lot of legal issues like they're they can't speak about it which is really troublesome because this group is pretty problematic um and the thing the funny thing about it is that you know mark is if you've followed the vow or you've followed him at all, um, he seems to be talking against a lot of these things. However, he still very highly promotes what the bleep do we know? And that's very strange considering (laughs) that it was created with... And because of this cultish type group, I'm not gonna call them a cult. We have to be very careful what we call people. Um, it does seem like a people have called it a religious sect. It's just it's a group. It's a um, it's called the Ramtha School of Enlightenment. And it is start it was started by a woman named uh Judith Zebra. I don't know if that's her real name. Um, I thought I didn't look into, um, but she calls herself Jay-Z Knight. Uh, and she claims <laughs> she used to be a rodeo queen and cable TV saleswoman. And then she started to claim that a 35,000-year-old Lemurian warrior was speaking through her. So she was channeling this warrior called Ramtha. And so she started this, she got followers, she later created the school where people can come and take courses and workshops and all of these things. And, you know, there's, gosh, there's... um. There's things served with like alcohol where uh she I know in um the Southern Poverty Law Center did a uh a piece on her um, so she had an event that lasted like sixteen hours, and during the event, there was like a spiritual they called, they referred to it as a spiritual drinking game. So students drank every time Ramtha or Jay-Z Knight did, which is really strange, right? I mean, it's like getting your people drunk so they believe you even more. I don't know. Um, And it was all just like bottles and bottles of red wine. It's Weird. So she has these wine ceremonies, and they've been around since the 90s. Um, And that's because she's told the students through her channeled being that um, wine grapes were brought to earth by extraterrestrials 450,000 years ago. Um, And so they're significant. So they should drink wine, which is like that detail alone is so strange. <laughs> um And so in this time, which interestingly enough, you can't find this online, but you can find people talking about it and how she sued. So the actual videos of this happening aren't out there anymore because they can't be. Um, she won her settlement, uh, but it was a video that, and, and people actually sharing verbally their um, experience at this specific 16-hour wine ceremony that she had back in 2011. And she disparages Catholics, gay people, Mexicans, farmers, and Jewish people. And she says some pretty horrific things that I'm not going to repeat. So, she's extremely problematic. I mean, to say those things, the fact that she gets all of the students like drinking for 16 hours and just sitting there listening to her, um, claiming that she's, you know, and also... (laughs) I will do, I'm going to cover, if you don't know what a Lemurian warrior is and why they'd be 35,000 year, years old, um, we're going to talk about that in a different deep dive. We're going to talk about Lemuria. It's it's connected to Atlantis and the stories around that, the fantasies around that. Um, and it's something that I believed in for a while. So that's why I really want to dive into this topic at some point because... Um, there was a time that I had a belief in this. And then I started to actually look at where it came from, the claims on where it was, all this stuff. And it started to unravel for me. And so I'm going to cover that. And then that's related to Mount Shasta, which um, you may not know is in California. And it is considered to be this like super spiritual place, like a a lot of people call it a vortex, and there's a lot of really awful stuff um connected to that, like white supremacy. There are also native tribes who had um considered it a spiritual place, but in a completely different way than what a bunch of white people have made it now. So uh we're gonna talk about that in another at another time, but um but yeah, so she and she obviously believes in all of that stuff too. She believes that Lemuria existed; that they were a higher um, type of being and uh, more advanced, right? So, of course, she channels this person. And when you really listen to it, I've (laughs) I've listened to it, and you can um, Google her and you can find it find online. Um, It's just her like changing her voice, and she's not really saying anything great, anything like super insightful. And I also think that I have a lot of thoughts on channelers, but the fact that people channel and give people messages and tell them what they should believe and like have a school around it and courses and all this, this stuff puts up a red flag for me immediately. And it always has, you know, okay, this person is says they're channeling a specific being entity, whatever it is. And that that thing, this is the same problem I have with Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks. um, And a lot of times they don't practice what they preach. There's a lot of uh, conflicting information. It's just once you start to really pay attention everything unravels again unravel i i'm that's my new word i think um, so she has had the school for 38 no no not 38 years now it's um god almost 50 years i think and and most of her students are actually well educated people but they come to her anyway um and she promotes it as uh this way of you know going within and mixing science with you know new age spirituality and the truth is she doesn't use science. she says she uses science, so the interesting thing about her in the last few years specifically um and remember this is I'm talking about her because this is where joe dispenza came from he was a student there he also worked there for years he was there like chiropractor um there he this is where he maybe not got all of his beliefs but a lot of the stuff came from um this Ramtha School of Enlightenment. So uh, there is a cult education institute, um, and the founder, Rick Ross, says that Jay-Z Knight has become very wealthy by selling Ramtha-related materials to her followers. Um, And in his opinion, his opinion, just opinion, the group gathered around Jay-Z Knight would fit the basic criteria that he would say describes a destructive cult. And a lot of former members actually agree with him. Of course, she denies any allegations of being a cult. Um, But she started to embrace QAnon and what they were putting out. And she started um, talking about how, you know, her, well, she's channeling, right? So, Ramtha, is um was saying that q the leader of q um is of divine intelligence and challenging the entire world um and she was really embracing a lot of the concepts and things that q was talking about and people in involved deeply in q were going to her um her like Ran. i don't i think it's a ranch um her space that she has the school um up in washington um so q and on and so she even started to sell merchandise she was selling merch q merch she, these people are all grifters joe Jay-Z, Gabby Bernstein. I could just, I could go down a huge list of people that are just grifters. And you can see it by, I mean, I said like Joe Dispenza is selling pop sockets on his website. Like, come on. They'll do anything to just make money and put stuff out there. Um. So uh. A there was this um singer who wrote like basically what's become a theme song for QAnon and a lot of white supremacist, supremacist groups. Um, this person actually sang at one of um, Jay Z Knight's retreats at uh, at her school of enlightenment. Um, and she's had other people as well, and she talks a lot about um you know, how they're, you know, the people in the know, you know, the QAnon people, the um, whoever, Q, whoever Q is, is here to, you know, take down the evil in the world. And um, as we know from earlier, this will actually lead into my next topic. A lot of that we're going to talk about the elites, the people that are considered by, especially by QAnon and um a lot of spiritual new age people uh, and Christians, um is the elites, right? The and when they refer to the elites, that origin is actually anti-Semitic. So I'm gonna talk about that in my next topic. That will be we're gonna start that right in my next um bonus episode, which will be coming out in a matter of days. It's all ready to go. So um, that will be coming out and it will be there. This one is interesting. So there is a former student um, from the school named Virginia Coverdale. And she tried to get some public records released. uh, And she was successful but jay-z knight like fought against it she ended up winning the suit between the two of them uh but the letter was actually from jay-z knight's doctor who it is a little sketchy because he was like in a relationship with coverdale but it also really lines up with a lot of stuff i've read from people who were former students who are trying to like speak out about her now um and so he talked about six things in the letter. Uh, one was about her alcohol consumption, which I already said, she has these wine night, these, these like wine events that are like 16 hours long and talking about how excessively she drinks and how she could drink, she's like would brag about drinking five bottles of wine in an evening. And um, and then she'd like be vomiting or I think they said having like incontinence on stage. Like what? But everybody else was drunk by then too. So I guess nobody noticed. I don't know. Um, And he talked about how he was concerned about the students devotion to Ramtha. I'm saying that in quotes. Um, And he talked about um, how Ramtha encouraged the students to take Prozac, and that a lot of members actually started to. She had a nurse working for her um, who could have written the prescriptions, uh, and so there was a concern about that. You know that she is telling people what to take for a mental health medication, which is also very interesting because a lot of spiritual leaders are against um, taking mental health medication because they say that spiritually you can heal anything, right? So it's very, very strange. Everything around this person is very strange. Um, There's claims that she had students digesting lye which is not supposed to be consumed um and and students taking more than she even recommended because they thought that was how they would get to enlightenment faster uh and then they had like side effects and things health issues as a result um and so then she (laughs) so she actually made them stop is what the claim is in 2002 um and she blamed it on their uh negativity about it right and so of course it wasn't um the what she was making them consume it was their bad attitude and their negativity and that's why they were having medical issues of course <laughs> um The school talks about a lot that um, death doesn't really have any meaning, um, that people should be able to heal themselves, which again is very interesting because she made people take Prozac. I still don't get that one. Um, And she encourages people basically not to seek medical attention, which is also interesting because she had a doctor herself. It's all very, I'm telling you, these people are always contradicting themselves Always. so this doctor also um, claims that he had uh, someone who had a um, some kind of cancer and it has a very 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 high cure with chemotherapy, but he chose to listen to Jay-Z Knight or Ramtha, sorry um, and then ended up terminally ill. And came back to the doctor looking for help because obviously those things were working and he actually needed medical attention. So it's just really, really sketchy. And in the end, even though the doctor was claiming all these things or telling it was from people that came to see him that, and things that he knew were happening, but It wasn't the people themselves. So because of that, they really couldn't open an investigation. But it does line up with a lot of things that people have come out and said uh, about being at the school. So this is the place that Joe Dispenza spent a long time working at, promoting, talking about he still i believe talks positively about her even though they don't speak anymore and they've had legal issues and i always say when you want when you're when you're following somebody or you're interested in what somebody is talking about really go back and look because i didn't and i really I really think that everybody should just remember that cri- those critical thinking skills, those those things that the curiosity that we have as humans, not only to be curious about what somebody's saying or promoting, but also where it came from and where they came from. You look at the other people that they have associated with, especially when they were starting out and who they're associating with now and it's it tells a lot it tells you a lot like they say that you you just look at people like people hang out with people who are like them right and now as you if you listen to the regular podcast Um, And you listened to both Jennifer and Julie, who shared their stories about being in this um, high-achiever, high-achieving MLM coach group that they felt was very cultish. The leader of that group, which I have watched some of his videos, he is arrogant as fuck. And he is mean-spirited. He is very condescending and just, I mean, ugh. And he now has a very close relationship with Joe Dispenza. So if we start to look at different people and their connections and then look at their beliefs and start to go back and look at where those beliefs come from, we start to learn a lot And so that's what I'm going to continue to do here is to share information where things originated, who they originated with, and who then continued to promote these ideas. And hopefully, it will give you just awareness and information that you get to use in however way, whatever way you want to believe whatever you want to believe. So coming up this coming week is the start of my month covering um, some basics of some of the very more prominent uh, concepts and beliefs in New Age spirituality, in QAnon, they're all in the wellness community. These ones really overlap Uh, I said to somebody the other day that the Venn diagram of like QAnon, far-right extremism, uh, wellness, and spirituality is becoming more and more of a circle every day. So I'm going to be sharing that with you uh, this coming week and through the month of November. Uh, Thank you for joining me. Until next time.